Welcome to My Secret Place Devotional with Oyitz Alfred. The Bible encourages us, actually commands us, instructs us, advises us to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And this is not a one-time thing. The one-time thing is when you receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit and then you can begin to pray in tongues, that is, you know, speaking tongues. But subsequently, you're expected to receive a fresh infilling every day. So Ephesians 5.18 tells us to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Let us ask God for a fresh infilling today. Father, we bless your holy name. And I ask, Spirit of the living God, that you fill us afresh. We ask for fresh oil for today. We ask for fresh fire today. We ask for fresh grace today. We ask for an overflow of your spirit in our lives. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. If you have been following our devotion on this entire month, you know we've been speaking about wisdom and there are actually seven types of wisdom. The first type is intelligence and that is available to all men and it gets upgraded as you expose yourself to knowledge, to study, to research, you are upgrading your intelligence. The second type is satanic wisdom and it is wisdom of the world and sadly this is the most commonly applied wisdom. You get it off the streets, you get it from friends, you get it from experience, you get it from from the world and the Bible tells us in James chapter 3 that this wisdom is sensual, it is earthly, it is physical and it is also satanic that any counsel or advice or step you're taking that is against the word of god that is outside the word of god it is called satanic wisdom or the wisdom of men the third type of wisdom is godly wisdom and it is gained from the bible as you read your bible you see god's instructions you obey them put them into practice the bible calls that wisdom that is from above in other words godly wisdom you have a fourth type of discourse and it is called the spirit of wisdom this one is a supernatural gift imposed on you by the Holy Spirit. He tells you specific things to do. But remember, wisdom is not a thought. It's not knowledge. Wisdom is an action word. So if you have that idea or if the Holy Spirit puts an idea in your head or puts something for you to do and you don't do it, you have not applied wisdom because wisdom is right application of knowledge. There must be action in what you are doing. If someone says, oh, I know what to do, that doesn't make him wise or intelligent. It is only when you do that thing, when there's action and there's result, then we know that you are truly being a wise man. But today, let's talk about the fifth type of wisdom and it's a softer type of wisdom. It's called divine counsel. As name implies, it means God giving you advice. God telling you specifically what to do part-time. Can you imagine if God becomes your counselor or your advisor? That the Holy Spirit will advise you, will guide you, will counsel you. Well, he's available to do that. The Bible calls him the counselor. And then the Bible tells us in John 14, 26, well, it depends on translation and reading. Reverse and version says, but the counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all I have said to you. So that's the Holy Spirit being the counselor. 
Now, what happens in this uh, divine counsel as it relates to wisdom is the, the Lord telling you specifically what to do. The reason I call it a softer kind of wisdom is because this is not an action. It's just God telling you what to do. That is called the spirit of counsel. God giving you advice, the Holy Spirit giving you advice. But until you put it into practice, it does not translate to wisdom. Always remember wisdom is an action word wisdom is right application of knowledge so the spirit of counsel is a type of wisdom because it tells you what to do but it's not complete until you actually put it into practice so when you allow the spirit of wisdom to be combined with the spirit of counsel what will happen to you is that you god will tell you what to do and you will actually do it let's take a pastoral example of the spirit of counsel or divine counsel in operation so if you read the bible in exodus chapter 2 the bible talks about the story of the birth of moses at the time pharaoh was killing all the male children because he was afraid of the israelites overrunning egypt and so they were killing all the babies and the mother of Moses decided to put him in a basket, put him in on the river now, and then the little daughter Miriam at the time, she was a small girl, she would watch the basket and she stayed there and watched the basket until Pharaoh's daughter now came and of course took the baby to her place and began to cater for the baby as her own. Now that action by Moses' mother and his sister, they will assume it was their thought process. No, it was the spirit of divine counsel telling them what to do. This is what you need to do to preserve the life of your son. So when you add the spirit of counsel with wisdom, that is action, you have what is called the spirit of wisdom in operation. We've already looked at the spirit of wisdom and we said that it is God, you know, telling you what to do, are you doing it? So to get that spirit of wisdom is the spirit of counsel that is God advising you and you're actually doing. So if all you receive is divine counsel, that is just step one into operating in wisdom. You have to put it into practice for the full measure of the spirit of wisdom to come into operation. So the spirit of wisdom requires two things. Number one, divine counsel, that is you know what to do and you put it into practice. That's number two. When you put counsel, that is what to do and you've done it, that is wisdom. You combine them, you have what is called the spirit of wisdom. Another good example would be when Elisha went to the town of Shunem, the story is in 2 Kings chapter 4, and the Bible tells us there was a wealthy woman who lived there and she urged him to come to her house for a meal. You know, and then because he used to pass that street on a daily basis. And so one day the woman told her husband, I perceive that this man is a man of God. Let us be the little house for him so that he can stay there whenever he's passing. And that was the spirit of counseling operation because he just alerted the woman that this man is a man of God. You need to be able to do something in his life. And you know, that opened Elisha to stay in there. And of course, when the woman had problems in her home because her son died, it was very easy to assess Elisha and get her son back to life. But how about if she didn't hit? to that council and she didn't prepare a place for him it would have been a little more difficult to assess Elisha and all so you see when God tells you what to do it is called counsel when you put it into practice it is called wisdom when you combine the two you have what is called the spirit of wisdom so are you confused about today what to do in a particular situation can you ask the spirit of God can you give me counsel now the Bible tells us in Psalm 32 verse 8 it says I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way that thou shalt go I will 
guide you with my eyes. So here, the Bible is referring to counsel. God will teach you. God will guide you. God will tell you exactly what to do. To trigger this in your life is very simple. Just always ask the Spirit of God, give me counsel for this situation. Give me counsel for today. Give me counsel for my marriage. Whatever you're going to ask for the Spirit of counsel and you see it coming to operation in your life. Thank you so much for listening. God bless you. Have an incredible day ahead. Into the darkness you shine. For other life-changing messages, you can now download the app Rev Oyek Speaks from Play Store for Android phone users or iOS Store for Apple users. You can also follow on Instagram, YouTube, and Telegram, all on the handle Oyek's Alfred. Thank you so much for listening and have a blessed day. You are high.